It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Monday finish at the Zurich Classic in New Orleans. It was worth it for Brian Stewart, 33-year-old journeyman in a playoff, two-hole playoff over Jamie Lovemark and Ben Ahn. Wins for the first time on the PGA Tour. Two-year exemption, trip to Augusta, hole nine yards. Bobby Wyatt, what a finish for this guy. Sponsors invite this week. A final round, third round in this case, 64. And he top tens himself into next week. Welcome into the Monday Scramble with Watson, Will Gray, and Jay Coffin. A lot of good stories here in New Orleans, but obviously Stewart, a guy that slogged around mini tours for a couple of years, had conditional status on the web.com tour as recently as 2008. Now finally a PGA Tour winner. Yeah, it's the third time this year we've seen a guy go from having conditional status to start the week to a two-year exemption after winning a tournament. We saw Vaughn Taylor do it at Pebble, Jim Herman in Houston. So it just shows how deep these fields can be, that, that any week a guy gets hot, and you got to tip your hat to Brian Stewart. 44 out of 44 on putts inside 10 feet, played 56 holes without a bogey. Let's not bury the lead, though, and, and congratulate Wit on getting the call up from Golf Central Thank you. the podcast. All Thank right. you. So let's not, sure, bury, tied, let's everything. Let's not bury that. But back to Zurich. You're right. I think this is also one of those weeks where aren't we just sort of glad that it's over? Again, yes. Look, congratulations to, to, to Brian and everything he had. It was kind of hard to watch Jamie Lovemark, Lovemark coming down the stretch, but we're kind of glad it's over, although... Will, you and I were talking, would love to have seen an extra 18 holes with a Jason Day lurking. Absolutely. And uh, they were, frankly, lucky to get the 54 yeah. in. There was a good chance they wouldn't finish on Monday. More weather coming into New Orleans. So congrats to Brian Stewart, indeed. The rundown on the scramble. Is Tiger Woods close to coming back? It seems like we've asked this question a lot over the last few years. We will preview Wells Fargo in Charlotte. And how about John Daly? on the PGA Tour Champions. What a lot of fun that's gonna be as he is set to make his debut. Let's start off with Tiger Woods. It's always kind of a guessing game, isn't it? You get these these signals. There's our sound. There you go. See, you're new to the game. You gotta get caught up here. We got a little sound effect. It's out. like you're waiting for the white smoke from yes. the from yeah. the chimney as right. where he's gonna go next. We've heard about him making accommodations for certain events in upcoming weeks. When is, he, when is he going to play again? Seriously. I just want Tiger to know I've got an extra room next week at the, the Courtyard Marriott on Jack's Beach. If, he, he, if he needs Perfect. a place, if he needs a place to post up, we pinch. can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're just chasing our tail on this. Right. I, I, am, I am so over this and just waiting for him to commit to an event. I'll see it on his website or whatever, and, and we'll go from there. But this, this trying to read the tea leaves, we're, we're spinning our wheels here, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I get why we do it. I, I get that it happens. I get that, uh, you know, I, everybody wants to know where, where Tiger's going. But 
I've made plans to go to the players next week. I'm, I may not go all six days. <laughs> I've made plans to go to the U.S. Open, right. the Open Championship, the Memorial. I, I've made plans to go to all those. Um, may not go. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> but I might not. So I, it's, it's just one of those things where I guess uh, but Mark Steinberg has to just be almost just tired of it too, right? I mean, I know that's sort of his job and, and it goes with the territory, but every other day. He's just got to get bombarded with, did Tiger make plans to go to the Memorial? I, I just don't know. I just don't know where we go with this. I mean, it's just sort of like we're not going to sit around and wait for him to show up. We're going to try to read the tea leaves like you talk about. But it is exhausting. But it's a situation that they're creating because it's a vacuum of information. Right. If they would get out in front of it and say, listen, this is definitely no. This is something we're thinking about. Just yeah. have a little transparency. Then we would, we would not be going to such lengths of I feel like we're about to check his his uh, tail, his you, airplane. Tail. You could have said that about any number of topics with Tiger for the last 20 yeah. years. I right. mean, that's, that's that's always been the issue. Is right. that because there's there's no admission, there's no transparency, right. everything becomes right. magnified. Correct. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, making a hotel room for right. this week or that week. Players do that all the time. Yeah. Correct. Without plans on going to, to play the tournament, but because we know nothing else about what right. Tiger's doing, we're clinging they to play it. No, a headline. They play no amount of offense. It's always it's they're right. always on the defensive. It's always defense for them. They're never in front of it. Never on the offense. And you're right. It's their own making. But still, you know, I don't know if this means he's coming back sooner rather than later. But I, yeah, I, you know, it, it's just sort of in Tiger speak. It is what it is. Right. It, it is what it is. It's a process. Stuck between Whatever patterns. Uh, Rex Hoggard is stuck between patterns. He's joining us on the phone. Um, Rex, what are your thoughts about Tiger? When's he coming back? What's going on? I think there's only one guy that knows the answer to that question. It's not Mark Steinberg. I don't even think it's Tiger's doctors at this point. I, I think Tiger's the only one, and, and I'm not even 100% sure if he knows at this point. And I know, Jay, I know the point you're making about they just won't play offense, that they're stuck in this defensive mode, and I certainly agree with that to an extent, but Mark has been pretty clear on this. Tiger's been pretty clear on this since the second or third, however many back procedures there were at the end of last year, that, look, there is no timetable. And I think he's adhering to that. He's subscribed to it. He's not going to waver on it. And, sure, he's going to make plans to maybe play the Memorial, the U.S. Open, his event, Quick and Loans, which seem a logical choice. But these are all tentative. I think it's based entirely on what's going on in South Florida. And day to day, the Tiger goes to the range and feels like he can go out and play 18 holes, and then suddenly it becomes 36, 54, and 72. He's going to get closer and closer, but he's the only one that's got an answer to that question right now. I tend to agree with you. I don't think he's gaming us. I think he honestly does not know when he's going to play golf again. He's trying to just keep his options open. I mean, those of us who are past 40 years old know what it's like. Those injuries do kind of linger, and it's very hard to get back, you know, like you were when you were 30 or 25 years old. The one thing, Rex, that he was certainly uh, healthy enough to attend was the Tiger Jam, which just took place, the annual event for his foundation. What did you hear about that? Well, I think there was some, you know, there was some time on the range. It was hitting balls. Uh, you know, you're going to look at these videos, you know, with a critical eye. But, of course, he's just out hitting balls. This isn't game speed. This isn't at a PGA Tour event. Of course, he was at a golf course opening in you know, Houston just uh, a couple days ago as well. And you're going to look at this, and you're going to try to dissect it. You're going to try to figure out if he's game ready. Again, I don't even think he knows that. But it's certainly encouraging. If he feels like that his game is at least good enough to take into the public realm right now, I, I would agree with Jack that, look, I think we're getting closer to the end of the rehab and to the beginning of this comeback, this next comeback. But all along, this one has probably scared him more than any of his injuries throughout his career. And you can tell this time around he's being much more deliberate, being much more cautious. I still think it was shocking when he was out at Blue Jack on 
on Monday, and he played a few holes, and he said those were the first holes of golf he had played since the Wyndham in August. I don't yeah. think anyone really realized just how far things had gone and just how, as Rex was saying, just how carefully he's taking this rehab process, which makes me kind of question how you go from zero to 60 in terms of the players next week. Correct. I don't really see that being being necessarily viable if you've gone so slowly through these last six or seven months. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're going, it, it took you it took you eight months to go from zero to 10. Yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna go from 10 to 80 in four or five weeks. I just don't, I don't think that happened. But you're right, Rex, but, but it's sort of, you know, I, I think you're right about it, how it's how it's Tiger and, and, and nobody knows and, and probably he doesn't know, but these these sort of public appearances are sort of giving everybody hope, even if there's there's yeah. not hope, right? I mean, and by, by many accounts, too. I mean, our, our Nick Minta was at Sage Valley a couple weeks ago at that junior clinic and said, you know, saw his Tiger stand over four or five drivers and then saw Nota Begay walk over and kindly take the driver away and give him a wedge <laughs> because they because of you know because many of those drivers did not find the middle of the fairway so we're seeing more glimpses of him in public which makes us happy but i think you agree right rex it doesn't really mean he's any he's much closer now than he was just a couple weeks ago before he was in public no and of course you know there was some speculation that built up that he would start to come back next week at quail or this week at quail sorry at the wells fargo championship and I had a chance to talk to the tournament director, Tim Huffman, just a few days ago, Friday, on the deadline. And he said he hadn't even heard from Tiger or his camp about possibly playing. And they never expected him to be there. I think he would probably get an honest reaction out of those in Ponte Beach as far as next week at the Players' Cup. Because what we've seen so far, and that's all we can go on, you can't speculate any more than that, is not game ready, not 100%. He can't go out. And, look, he plays very, very difficult golf courses from here on out. He's not showing up at the Wyndham and playing Sedfield, which is a relatively easy course compared to the other courses that he's going to face if he does start his comeback like we think. Let's say it's at Memorial. I mean, that's a very difficult golf course. And then you start talking about the U.S. Open, Quicken Loans at Congressional. These are all challenging tests, not the kind of places you want to show up cold off the bench. One word before we get to this week, and go well, we'll get to this, and we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, Wells Fargo Championship, obviously, coming up in Charlotte, the Insperity Invitational at the Woodlands on the PGA Tour Champion. Uh, they are playing in Morocco on the European Tour, Yokohama Tire LPGA Classic, Prattville, Alabama, that on Golf Channel as well. Before we get to John Daly, I want to go back to one thing about Tiger, and the word you used is hope. And that it, let's let's finish this conversation on that point. We want him to come back. Absolutely. There's no criticism intended whatsoever about Correct. the injuries. Everybody in golf wants Tiger playing. Correct. We are better for it when he is healthy and, com and competitive. So just put a bow on that. Absolutely. Now, speaking of guys we love to see on the golf course, John Daly turns 50, which means I guess Fuzzy owes him, what, $150,000? $150,000. They bet that John wouldn't get to 50, and he did. And he's going to make his debut on PGA Tour Champions. Rex hanging with us. What are your thoughts about that first? Well, it was amazing a few weeks ago during the Masters. I went down and spent some time with him in his RV in front of the Hooters restaurant. Jack McDerrin watched Yeah, the I saw him. Yep. And you still get the impression. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it was 8 a.m. in the morning, with, and fans were walking up to the RV and knocking on the door. Now, granted, they had had a few beers at this point. And just the way he was engaging with the fans still. And, I mean, just in droves as everyone walked by. They had something to say. They came over and wanted to talk with John. They wanted him to sign a hat. Whatever the case may be, he still resonates with fans, even though he's so far removed from his last tour victory. And I think it could be such a shot in the arm, first off, for John Daly. It's the ultimate mulligan, right? I mean, here's a guy 
that needs a second or third or fourth, however many chances that we've given this guy, he needs another one. But more so than that, I think the PGA Tour champion needs him as a shot in the arm because if he wants the way the fans still sort of are drawn to him, it's a type of audience that they don't get a lot on the PGA Tour champions, and it could be a huge boom for them as well. You know, Rexy, I, I think I approved your expense report. I don't recall expense, uh, um, approving any beers at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. in front of Hooters. Stuck I that one right in. I don't believe if that went. Maybe that was under tips or miscellaneous. I need to look a little, uh, a little closer. Yeah, something. But I mean, there, and, and, you know, as cool of a story as this is going to be, and everybody's pretty excited, he's not going to change one stinking bit, right? He's That's still going to be out there. That's, That's why it's story. awesome because he's going to bring that same thing to the 50 and over set, right? I mean, no changing oh he said as much you know i asked if he was more mature if he, if he was grown up and he just sort of laughed at the question because i'm still going to do stupid stuff i'm still going to throw golf clubs i'm probably going to walk off a golf course he, he has not matured to that point now at 50 years older he's been gray in the beard and he has slowed down a step and i think that might be the difference this time around i think that maybe this will give him an opportunity to really take advantage of this and as far as tears on an expense report Dave, you could almost consider those expense reports some of my best writing because you're never going to see a fee receipt in there <laughs> very nice i can attest uh, having driven up and down washington road many many times that week that there was a line around the block to yeah. see him still i mean x number as rick said x number of years out there's still a line around the block to get autographed items and just see john daly in person it's a amazing legend. It's amazing. He's a legend. I mean, Tiger. Tiger's on a stratosphere unto himself, and then probably a Phil. But I feel like JD is is on a par near Phil in terms of just what he can inject to an event, the passion from the fans, everything like that. I mean, it's it's amazing. 20, our, our web traffic in our own little small world ratings and web traffic. I yeah. mean, JD is is in the top five. Yeah. I mean, it's Tiger and Phil, and you're right. Maybe a couple of these younger guys, but JD, man, you you put him on that homepage, people just cannot cannot get enough you know not for nothing but the first pga tour champions major of the year is in birmingham alabama mm -hmm. just saying um how soon do you think before he contends in one of those five majors i i think fairly soon i mean I, it's kind of one of those things where you know rex talks about the ult ultimate mulligan right so if he sort of gets out there and treats it quasi seriously he has the game to beat those guys right he absolutely yep. does yep. gets the putter rolling he hits it as far as ever you know somebody i was in a meeting a couple weeks ago is john daly going to be out there and be the freak that he was 20 years ago and hit it past everybody no because everybody still hits it far kenny perry hits the mess out i mean right. you know so no he's not going to be that but he's still john daly right everything else aside he gets the ball in the hole gets it going does it you know, doesn't make the big number right he's always been it's always been about that's the a big, big number that's for a big, it, it is a big yeah. but i don't know that he wins one he will absolutely contend fairly soon out of the gate i think yeah i would agree with that i mean when as you said they got five cracks at the apple on the pj tour champion so that helps he's got an extra chance at it I, I would expect him to win at some point this year maybe not in a major i think you see a lot of those guys come out right after they turn 50 woody austin jeff maggard some recent examples of guys that really didn't light it on fire on the pga tour then they get to 50 and it's just a smaller pool when you get right. the difference from 50 to 55 or 58 it's just they have a, a small window there to really take advantage of it i think jd is going to come in and and really have a good chance to win by the way rex still with us heading to the wells fargo covering it for golfchannel.com some of the notables that'll be there this week it's always a good field at the wells fargo championship you've got guys like ricky fowler phil adam scott jim furick trying to make his way back from injury dustin johnson mcelroy the defending champion henrik stenson uh, Rex, who are you keeping eyes on this week in terms of notables at the Wells Fargo? 
Well, I think Rory is at the point in the season right now. I mean, let's, let's face it, he probably is hungry for a victory. He's hungry to sort of elbow his way back into the conversation. And I'm not going to say that, you know, we've dismissed him by any stretch of the imagination, but he's a very competitive guy. And I think, you know, he admits to looking at the world rankings on Monday just to see what his lead was back in the day when he was world number one. And I just think the idea that he has slipped behind, not just Jason Day, but Jordan Spieth as well, at least in the world rankings, he's going to be really motivated. And this is such a good golf course for him. And we've seen it out of Ricky Fowler, too, in recent years. He loves the way this golf course plays. It's a major championship test, and I think it'd be a very good fit for him. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, this, this is a play where it's eight of the top 12 in the world, so it, that, that's pretty good. But it's it's where many of those top guys have played well in the past. They've either won or played well. So you're looking at, you know, you get Ricky, even Phil Mickelson, Rory, guys like that, you know, kind of keep the ball rolling. You know, we've there haven't been a whole lot of stinkers this year. Most of the fields are pretty good. Um, we've had some pretty good winners, plenty, plenty of storylines, but we're starting to get into the meat of it real, real quick. And these guys, I expect those top guys to step up there. It's hard to believe that this marks the one-year anniversary of Rory's last PGA Tour win. And yes, he won in Dubai, and yes, he had the injuries last year, but as we get into this summer, there's going to be some pressure on him to get a trophy, whether it's here or at a major or somewhere else, that, that everyone, just because everyone else is winning at such a clip, Jordan and Jason, especially the guys that he's chasing, but he hasn't, he hasn't done it in a year. And going back to what you said, Jay, I'm interested to see what Phil does. Yeah. He had that crazy second round at Augusta, missed the cut, and then very quietly put up an MC hammer in yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. And so now the narrative is going to could potentially shift from, wow, this is, he's coming back, he's going to get a win, he had such a great start right. to the season, and now you get into the summer and he's starting to lose some of that precious momentum. Yeah, Ryder Cup and everything. We, we were, you know, a month or so ago, we're looking at, yeah, look, he's going to keep this rolling. Hopefully he gets on one more Ryder Cup team, we're off and running, and yeah, it's, it's kind of hit the brakes a little bit. I'm also curious, and Rex, before we let you go, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Ricky Fowler takes heat I think unfairly, unnecessarily, for not winning often enough. He puts up a lot of good finishes. He puts up a lot of, uh, gets a lot of FedEx Cup points, a lot of ranking points, but seemingly has to kind of fight this image of should he be included in a big four or a big five or what have you because he doesn't win at the same clip as a Jordan Spieth or a Jason Day. Do you think that Fowler gets a fair shake? No, I don't think so. In a lot of ways, he's a victim of his own marketing success. And look, this started from him being a rookie on tour and the tour taking advantage of that image. I mean, they want a specific audience and want to draw that off. And Ricky was the easy conduit for that. I mean, he wears the club clothes and the flat brim and the way he carries himself on the golf course. I don't think that was of his making. I mean, uh, if you want to really blame anyone, maybe it was the Hammers, maybe it was the PGA Tour. I don't know if you really need to even assign blame. Because if you look at his record, and I was in Abu Dhabi this year when he won, it was a very solid field, and he was very impressive. And I think on any given week, he, he does not win on the clip that you just referenced. But I think in his mind, he's focused on those really big events, which will be the Players' Championship in two weeks and then the U.S. Open. I think it's the major that he's motivated by more than anything else. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think winning the players and how he won the players a year ago bought him a lot of equity. Yes. You know, you had the whole overrated, underrated, all, all that kind of garbage and all this stuff aside. But it did buy him a lot of equity because of the you-know-whats that he showed coming down the stretch. And then he won at Abu Dhabi earlier this year. And when, you know, Rex talks about he doesn't win at the clip of, of those guys. There are only three guys that win yeah. at that clip right. and only one guy that was won a, more, a better clip than those guys over the last 20 years. So, you know, in 10 years from now, is he going to win 10, 12, 15 times? Yeah, that's pretty good. But, you 
you know what? Sometimes it just takes, it's hard to win out there. It is, but every time they talk about the next generation, it's always Jordan and Ricky it and is. Rory. He's always included. It Maybe it's our fault. Probably. But, <laughs> probably. Blame the media when in doubt. But he's always included in that conversation, and that's yeah. why I say I don't no. think it's, I don't think, I don't think he's being treated fairly. Yeah. If somebody offered me that much money to wear a flat brim hat, I would do it too. I, I, he's not a victim of marketing, he's a beneficiary of marketing. And but I, I feel like in the Correct. last year, he's earned more of that spot though. Because remember, he won Deutsche Bank, he won the Scottish Open. Yeah. So that's, I mean, four wins in the last year, probably should have had five if he didn't let Phoenix slip away. Yeah. I mean, that's a short list of guys that have won as much in the last 12 months. Yeah. Hey Rex, uh, Jim Furyk playing this week. What, what, what do you think his chances are of, of making a cut, quite frankly? <laughs> Well, it's going to be tough on this golf course. It's a long golf course for him to begin with, even if he's 100% and you don't know if he is. You assume how much golf that he's gotten in up in Jacksonville over the course of this rehab. But it, it, it's good that he's healthy. I would put him in that same long conversation that we just had about Tiger. I'm sure at this stage in Jim's career, he's not rushing back. But, yeah, making the cut will be a tough call. I think if he, if he plays 72 holes and, and, and uh, doesn't experience any pain, doesn't have any setbacks, I think that could be a huge victory for him because this would be a hard golf course for him under normal circumstances, and these are not normal circumstances. All right, Rex, we will let you go. Get on your way to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. We will talk to you later on. Thanks, boys. See ya. All right, see you, Rexy. All right, tweet of the week. Gary Player is actually a really good follow on <laughs> Twitter. He's actually really, really good, and he's active. Uh, Jack Nicholas and I out on safari in South Africa circa 1965. Mm -hmm. This is a reference to the spring break in the Bahamas that these young guns were talking about, had where they posted all the photos, Fowler and Spieth and those guys. Uh, Jack Nicholas's response, now I have not seen this one yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Just like 50 years ago at Mala Mala, <laughs> the one time I left my family for more than two weeks. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. We need to make this happen. There's got <laughs> yeah. to be someone that can make this happen. The only problem is, is that you know the, the media gets blamed. We're now going to ruin it because this is going to be such a big deal that everybody wants, wants to go cover it, right? You can't have the, you can't have the, the previous four and then these two go show up. They're going to have to. I mean, it's, it's going to have to be a serious, just top secret for those guys to even get down there and, and to, to recreate. This the, the 2017 version, right? I'm just saying, if we could get it's Gary awesome, Player man. in, jumping awesome. off the, the balcony into the water there, Jack yeah. Nicholas running Snapchat, <laughs> I mean, he would he could probably still beat those, I was gonna those say, boys at, at the, the sit-ups. He'll be in the that's gym. What's yeah. great, that's what's great about golf. You know, uh, LeBron James isn't doing this with, you know, Dr. J and all. You don't see any, any sort of Twitter... Twitter, you know, chatter between those guys and other ones. That's what's so great about our sport. Cutting edge. He's a really good follow. Yeah, he's, 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 he's very. He watches everything. He, he congratulates players when they win. If, if you tweet at him, he'll often respond to Absolutely. you. He's, he's a lot of fun. I am heading to Alabama this week for the LPGA, the Yokohama Tire LPGA Classic. We have a stat, the alarming stat: only five American women have won on the LPGA Tour since the beginning of 2015. Okay. There's a lot of factors at play here. Number one is that there's a lot of good players in the world, um, and a lot of them come from South Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, the toughest team to make right now is the South Korean women's Olympic team. Without question. They're going to leave somebody off that will win more than once this year on the LPGA Tour, and they will Correct. not make the Olympics. Correct. The competition is daunting, to say the least. Um, but are you, are you bothered, worried by the lack of American winners on the I, LPGA Tour? I don't, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say bothered. I mean, it's a... It's a concern, you know, I, I think probably for the tour in general. Yeah, it still is an American-based tour. Right. And they they really need American women to play well for an American-based tour. Right. I know it's a global tour. I get, I get all that. Look, I covered, I covered the LPGA for six years 
back in a previous lifetime. So I get it. So a little bit concerned. Um, because they're just, you know, we're starting to get into the meat of the summer with them, too. You're going to have the International Crown this yep. year, you know, the Olympics. You start adding all that together. I mean, good thing it's not a Solheim Cup year, right? You know, <laughs> and good thing they did win the previous Solheim Cup. You know, they, or this is sort of this big ball would be, helling, would be heading downhill with not a whole lot of answers. But a lot of it goes to Stacey Lewis, all of her runner-up finishes. Um, Paula's playing better now, but still not really doing her thing. And just really, it's just hard for, they just haven't been closing out. Mm. Um, you know, Jarena Pillar's probably the best American right now over the last month. And I don't even think it's really particularly close. Lexi Thompson, when she gets the, the putter going. So there are plenty of people who can, which is just not happening. And, and the longer this goes and the longer we talk about it, the more difficult it becomes. Yeah, I think it's it's an issue of the big names not performing and not winning. You mentioned Stacey Lewis is playing well but hasn't gotten a win. Michelle Wee has fallen off the map, had his injury issues right now. Mm -hmm. Lexi got a win earlier but hasn't been contending over the last few weeks. I think it's going to be two, two key factors. How they play at the International Crown could get a bit of a boost, and it's they really need to get more than two women to Rio. Right now, only two. You've got Christy Kerr at 16, Jarena Pillar at 17. you got to crack the top 15 to get that extra Olympic spot. I think it's going to be big if one of those women yeah. can play the way in the top 15. That. The solution, as always, play better. Play better. Play better, <laughs> play better fixes everything. Yep. Uh, final thoughts on this Monday? Well, glad that this Monday is is done on the PGA Tour, yeah. Robin. Really looking forward to these next two weeks with these two really big, big events. Uh, on the PGA Tour. You're going to have all the best play in the next two weeks, and that, you know, big summer, but it starts getting, we can start to get cranking right about now. Scheduling in, in golf is difficult, but I suggest they stop trying to play in New Orleans at the end of April. <laughs> Just, I don't know what we need to make that work, but uh, it doesn't seem to be it a good time Never gets going to a New Orleans or, ever. Or Evansville, Indiana. Or Evansville, Indiana. Evansville, Indiana. Evansville, Indiana. 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 Tour. Yes, poor Cody Gribble, by the way. You talk about final thoughts. Oh, man. That boy got robbed on the final that's, shot. That's hard right. Uh, so how'd I do? We okay? Everybody all right? I'd put you on a 10-day contract at least. <laughs> <Would you? laughs> Thanks for letting me jump in. Thanks for joining us on this Monday Scramble podcast. Yeah. We'll see you. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.